What up, everybody? We are back at it again with your favorite, favorite, favorite recruiter, Elijah. Uh, we're back at it again, man, with another great episode of Wolfpack Unleashed. Uh, today, I have a great guest, uh, somebody that has helped me with my journey, um, you know, while I was at the University of Nevada. Um, but most importantly, somebody that has helped me with my journey as a professional. Um, today, I am bringing Mr. Dr. Jody Likes to the building. Tell us a little bit about yourself, brother. First of all, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here, Elijah, and that introduction was incredible. I am Jody Likes. I work in the Center Every Student, Every Story as the coordinator of the African Diaspora Program. I'm a hip-hop scholar. I study hip-hop culture, and I've been here for about 11 years in this position and in Nevada for about 13, 14, 15 years. I start to lose track, uh, but I, I love Nevada, and I love the University of Nevada, I received two degrees here and it is home. Like they say, home means Nevada. Home means Nevada. Uh, but, um, you know, again, throwing it out there, you know, you say hip hop scholar, you know, again, I, I don't know. But, you know, today we might find out if you truly are, um, you know, what maybe a question or two that we might ask about that. But, um, you know, my, my first question to you is, you know, as a, um, you know, somebody that works for the university, um, somebody that's been, you know, in the state of Nevada for a while, what made you come to um, the university uh, and want to work for the university? So I have to say, I'm going to go backwards with where I'm at now. And, and I, my expectations of what UNR was before I came have been exceeded by a mile and then some. Uh, before I came, I was an undergrad at BYU. I studied at George Washington, ASU, the University of San Francisco. I came from the Bay and was active there. And so I didn't know Reno had all of this. I, to be honest, I, I thought, well, I've been at all these great schools. Man, Nevada has been home and filled me with a lot of stuff. And, and I originally came because my wife is from Reno and I was working at Truckee Meadows uh, TMCC as a recruiter. And then I was doing uh, outreach. We were doing outreach to Latinx youth. We had a, a summit of about four or 500 high school kids and it was bringing in community. And I came into the center at the time it was popping. And I looked on the walls. I said, there are people like me on the walls. There are people like me in this space. There are people from different backgrounds and you know, having come from the Bay, I needed that at the moment. And so I just sat here. I actually came to stuff bags and I just sat in this office for like an hour. And they're like, are you done? And I'm like, I'm just going to sit and take this in. And so it this was a, a really welcoming space for me. And, and then I got the offer to work as the coordinator for the Black Culture Cooperative at the time. And I had always really been interested in helping Black students get into law school. But this was a chance to just be around my people again. I love that answer. You know, again, coming from the Bay Area, born and raised myself from the Bay. Um, you know, again, um, I love being able to hear people's story of, of why they chose, you know, coming to Reno. Um, again, people have heard my story, you know, here. Uh, again, I, I applied because I was dating somebody at the time, uh, or at least I thought, according to her, we weren't even dating. Uh, so, uh, you know, at the you end of the day, out. yeah, man, I found out uh, a little bit of hard way. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I'm a part of this university and I'm, I'm glad that, you know, again, I'm seeing the change uh, that is coming about it. 
um, you know, compared to uh, when I first was here in, in 2008 to what it is now, I think the the growth is is is, is crazy. Uh, if you ask anybody that graduated, you know, during that time, they would tell you, you know, it, it the growth as an alumni, you could just see it. Uh, but you know, that actually leads me to my, my second question. You know, you alluded to that you ended up getting two degrees from the university. Um, I wanted to ask you, how does it feel to be a doctor, and what were some of the um, you know, things that you had to go through in order for you to be able to become, you know, Dr. Likes. I'm going to go and answer that question the, the, what, on your last comment. And I remember the changes. I mean, I've lived through them. But I remember before I worked here, there was an event put on by the Kappas and they were spinning fire out in front of the Joe. And I was like, this is an interesting version of blackness. To be honest, I was like, these brothers out there spinning fire. What's going on out here? And it was cool, though. It was cool. And um, so it but that, that was the only thing you could find at the time. You know, there wasn't a lot going on that was for black students. I would, to be honest, um, there have been some peaks and valleys and services we provide. The doctor question, yo, I'm still new at this. I finished my dissertation, which was interviewing black professors who teach hip hop at predominantly white institutions from around the country. Finished that last, I graduated last December, it would be December 2019. And so even though that doesn't, it does seem like some period of time, it's been during COVID. And I've been, I've been teaching for eight years in the gender, race and identity program, as well as human development family studies. But to be honest, when those letters came, when the degree came, I'm still wrestling what it means to be a black man with a PhD. And the biggest thing I hope from it is to be able to help community. And if it did anything for me, that's great, but it don't it don't mean a thing unless it helps people and my people particularly. But it was a wrestle. I'm going to tell you, like, I did the, the master seems more or less easy. And when I finished, I did not think I was done. I was like, I, I did think I was done. I was like, we had this big old party. And then a few years later, my fraternity brothers, who a lot of them hold PhDs, told me, you know what, the next step is for you to keep going. And I said, nah, I'm done. And I didn't believe them until very frequently they said, you, you need to get a PhD. And so six years you know, of intense, like day and night, working, teaching, and taking classes and writing the dissertation, which is why, which is why I say UNR, Nevada, I don't know if I would have finished that in another place. This, this environment has been incredibly supportive for me and the pack has help me get this degree. So I love it. All things aside. I think, um, you know, I actually will go back to what my, uh, one of my professors said uh, from the University of San Francisco. And he said, you know, it's all part of the fun. And people are like, what does that mean, man? It's, when I mean by all part of the fun, when you're going through the journey um, and you look back at it, you're going to say, hey, it was, it was all part of the fun. And it, to that, what got, that's what got me here. Um, you know, we all go through, you know, um, whether that's parenting uh, and you're able to see, you know, your child grow. And with you seeing your child grow, you're like, oh, my gosh, like they're crying all night. But when you look back at it, you know, six months, a year from now, you're going to be like, man, like it was all part of the fun. Look at look at who they are now. Um, so that's something that I always have taken, you know, again, it's all part of the fun. You know, we go through stumbling blocks, we go through, you know, trials and tribulations, though it's all part of the fun because it allows me to be the person who I am, where I can be able to give my testimony to somebody else to make sure that they don't go through what I've been through, but they can be able to overcome anything that is steps in their way. Uh, so that's something that I always kind of, you know, hold dear to myself. Um, but lastly, um, you know, I, I want to ask you, um, and, you know, before we, you know, kind of close out, 
for you, um, you know, again, like you said, it's been a journey um, to the university. Um, but for you, what does community mean to you? Uh, when we talk about, um, you know, the University uh, of Nevada, Reno's community, or when we talk about the city of Reno's community, what does that mean to you uh, in regards to set and change? Um, and I don't necessarily mean, you know, um, I don't necessarily mean, you know, the typical, again, you know, things that have been going on, but to you, to Mr. You know, Dr. Likes, what does it mean to you? Uh, what is something that, that, that you say that you are going to try to implement to be able to change your community? Without, I'm going back to the last statement you made, but without going in too far, I just want to say I was a Don, that I, I was at the University of San Francisco. And so that's, I didn't know you were a Don per se, but that, hey, so, so here, let me tell you, this, this place is amazing. And I do like big cities and I do like country, but this seems to be the best of both where I'm in the Bay. I could be in the Bay in three or four hours. I'm in Vegas a lot. That flight is easy to get into. It's easy to get off of and, and not too, too pricey. I, the best part of Reno is leaving Reno. Can I do it a lot and I come home and Someone told me a while ago, and this isn't the community part of it because it's actually where I isolate, is they told me coming from the Bay, they said, do you like outdoors? And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not doing these outdoors things. But once I started hiking around here, I found this piece that's like, you find hikes that are just incredible. I spend the weekends at Tahoe with my family and believe me, we come home like feeling good. So it is community, but it's also a place you can go off into places by yourself and explore and really just relax in the middle of getting your education, um, there is community. And some people say it's hard to find. I've been here for a while, so it doesn't seem that hard for me to find at this point. But there's a great community. And once you meet the people here, there's some amazing people up here on campus in the community, community leaders. A lot of times community leaders are from campus. But right at this point, um, a lot of times that means church. You know, there's a lot of church and, and uh, nonprofit organizations. A lot of the people overlap that do multiple organizations, but it, it's family right now. I, I would, it would be difficult to leave. I think that's a big understatement as well. Cause I think for me, that was, that was the hardest place that I've ever had to leave, you know, as an adult, I'm not going to say as a child, you know, when I left and, you know, left the Bay and, you know, came to, to Reno for school, but the hardest decision to leave was probably Reno. And uh, the reason why I say that is just because being able to be around, um, you know, an environment that helped me grow as a man, um, that helped me grow as a person internally, externally, um, it took me, it, it took a lot of talking into, you know, me and my mom praying and being able to, you know, change uh, courses to be able to say, hey, you know, I need to be able to get my master's. So I have to leave my comf comfortable uh, you know, a uh, place where I'm at, um, you know, and I tell students now, you know, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, and why? Because that's where your growth is. Uh, and if your growth can be able to be seen in the un the, the uncomfortableness that you're going to put yourself in, you're going to see so much, um, you know, things that you're going to be able to achieve just based upon, you know, you stepping out of your comfort zone. Uh, but thank you so much, jo uh, Jody. Um, the one thing that I will ask, you know, quick answer, no long drawn out answer, but who is the greatest of all time when we talk about hip hop artists? It's very easy. LL Cool J, Mr. Smith. Okay. 
started uh, it, keeps it going. I mean, I would say I, would, I would I wouldn't say he started it because actually, you know, we go with you know rappers delight, but you know that's a different story for a different day, you know, a different podcast. Uh, but you know, again, I appreciate you know everything that you know you said. Uh, because at the end of the day, um, you know, again, you just gave a lot of great perspective uh, on just from the um, the standpoint of a faculty member. Uh, so thank you. Um, another thing I uh, wanted to see, do you have anything that you would like to, to plug for our um, our students and our parents, you know, that maybe they should look out for when, you know, getting ready to attend the university? I wanted to throw to young folk, uh, Metro Boomin is my favorite producer at this point, but the center, every student, every story, we're here. It's our cultural center, the African diaspora program for black students and families. If you need help with anything, we'll connect you to everything. We're doing a black scholars living learning community with the res halls, where you'll be able to live in the res halls and, and explore identity in classes and through through activities in the res halls. And other than that, go pack. This, you, you're gonna love it. It's, it's something that maybe, you know, some people it's not for them, but if you wanna try something that that you never tried, come up here and just build stuff and just enjoy it and learn. I think that's, you know, a great, great way to, great way to end, man. I think, um, you know, again, when you come up here, man, you're, you're not a number. Um, when you come up here, you know, every, every woman, every man is, um, you know, in a position where we, we don't treat you just as a, a number. We don't treat you as just a, a, a any old person like, hey, we're going to add, no, we treat you as family. Uh, and we make sure that we, we take care of our own. Uh, so again, if you're struggling, you know, we have so many different resources for you. And this is just one great resource that you can be able to reach out to when you do get to campus. Um, is there any last advice that you would like to give to the students? You know, for students, I believe youth are the revolution. Young people accomplish amazing things. And if anyone tells you otherwise, don't believe them. I'm thinking of Illmatic. It's one of the greatest albums of all time. Nas was 16 when he produced Illmatic. And, and don't let anyone tell you you can't do amazing things because of your youth. Prove the doubters wrong and, and just keep doing the things you want to do, create and build and grow. And come and do it with us. Yes, especially come do it with us. Join this Wolfpack family and we want you a part of it. Uh, so as we close, thank you, Mr. Jody, um, you know, or Dr. Jody, let me uh, say that. Um, but, you know, just thank you. Thank you for everything that you, you're doing, everything that you're continuing to do. And just know uh, you have a big support system, you know, just supporting you of, uh, you know, the great uh, people that you've affected uh, because you do an, a fantastic job, um, you know. And these are just, again, just talking for somebody that has been affected by you, uh, just by your words of wisdom, uh, just by your presence. Uh, but most importantly, just by the person that you are. Um, so again, as we always end, uh, if you have not, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, Google Play, under Wolfpack Unleashed. Please, uh, we are close to 100 subscribers. We appreciate all the love and support, all the comments that you guys given us. If you haven't, share the content. Um, but if there's some questions that you would like for us to ask, please reach out to us and we can do that for you. Um, as I always end, I hope you guys have a great week, but most importantly, keep that smile on your face.